It's 8.44. Let's get into personal mastery. As we wrap up the month of January, there are people who are full of it because they are tired. They're going through January burnout and January fatigue. Who are these people? And <laughs> what is the buildup? Take Mel, for instance. Oh, wow. Am I the example this morning? <laughs> yeah. Mel doesn't budget, least of all yeah. with her time. <laughs> With her downtime, <laughs> Mel doesn't budget. <laughs> uh, I'd, I would, I'd love to say you're lying, but you're not. Why did you not take a break during festival? Honestly, um, in all honesty, because uh, so my kids were away over mm. the festive break, yeah. um, so I was home alone, mm. and I just thought, well, I might as well work because you know why am I taking time off? And I was like, I'll, I'll take time off maybe end of Jan or Feb or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gone in one ear and out the other. I, I still don't understand. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then you're going to be crying and saying you're burnt out. Meanwhile, mm. you created this yourself. Mm, true. Yeah. But some people didn't have a choice because maybe they were essential workers. Some people had to be there, etc. So let's talk to Dr. Tepisoma Denji, who joins us again on Personal Mastery. January burnout is a real thing. Good morning, Doc. Good morning. Ah, it's so nice to hear your voices again on a Monday morning. And good morning to the listeners. Happy New Week. Happy New Week. And uh, also, um, there are people who are battling. They just didn't take time off, and now we are here. So January burnout is a real thing? Yes, it is a real thing. Um, and for some people, they might recognize it if you are athletes, that you're beginning a race or you're beginning a fact at the gym and very early on you get fatigued, you hit the wall. And everything around you is recognizing that, wait, it's still the beginning, it's still the early, these are the early stages. Why am I already tired? Mm. Now you've given the example with Mel that there are some people who actually work through January and that might be meaning that you literally had to do physical work you never took a break during December when everybody else was breaking, or that you actually just had a very uh, hectic uh, period during the festive season where you didn't really feel like you rested because you were busy hosting, you were busy doing multiple things that were having that were having taking a toll on you, whether physically, emotionally, or mentally, or simply that your brain just has not shut down. Although you might have been sleeping, although you might have been resting, you are away on holiday, you have just felt consumed and you recognize that coming back to work, there's new demands placed on you, there's similar things that have happened on you, but you have not felt rested when you've been sleeping, you have not felt replenished when you've taken your walks or when you've taken your yoga or when you've been changing your diet or doing whatever it is that's supposed to restore you, recognize that you are depleting. And so there might be more multiple reasons why you are feeling depleted and then you are experiencing any onset fatigue. Mm. Well, the first step is that you are aware of it and you are recognizing that I am actually um, getting depleted too early on. I should be able to be sleeping. I should be feeling rested. I should be able to have the energy. I'm taking too long. I'm procrastinating. I'm making mistakes. I'm not concentrating. However way it might be manifesting, mm. you are aware that the January blues are just completely registering on you and you need to be able to kick it to kickstart it again. Mm. And also, Doc, I mean, I think something that is quite, uh, that we don't actually pay enough attention to sometimes is the fact that those January blues are not always just related to December, but maybe it's just like the, the previous year in its entirety yes. that is now, you know, because people go into the new year saying, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And you see that all around you. And when you look back at like the previous year, maybe you just didn't get to do what you wanted to. And that can also weigh on you, right? 
Absolutely. I think about the people as a result of COVID, that it, it hit them in terms of getting employment, in terms of mm. getting the opportunities that they were looking for. For them, the new year is supposed to have promised the opportunity for them to get a new kickstart, to actually launch it. But now you are aware it's the 31st of January, the month is finished, no job offers, no interviews, or whatever money you were hoping you would have saved, you would have made, that's it, the opportunities are not there. So when you look at 2022, it's already looking dim, because if you look at 2021 and 22 things went downhill for you. So where are you supposed to cultivate the hope and the renewed energy and strength to try and make it through for 2022 when it doesn't look so, so good anymore? So there might be multiple reasons why you are feeling like this is going to be another bad year, why you are feeling unsure about yourself and you're feeling that I don't have the energy. Please, Lord, can you rescue me? I cannot do this once again. I need something somewhere to change. And if that's where you are, I think once again I want to be able to say, you're not the only one. You are not abnormal. And you might be noticing it in terms of physical, mental, and uh, and, and, and um, other types of ways, uh, emotional fatigue. When you recognize that, it's actually an opportunity for you to then look at what is triggering it, where is it coming from, what is causing it, how is it manifesting in me, and what can I do about it. So I hope you spend most of the time today speaking about what you do about it. Mm. Now, the first one yeah. is take a break. Yes, it is January. Everybody seems to be having renewed stress. Some people are lying, by the way. They fake it very, very well on social media. <laughs> and most of us are just, you know, breathing through, just trying to push through, right? But take a break. And then this time, I mean, take frequent restorative breaks. It might mean for as simple as a 20-minute nap uh, during lunchtime, or you choosing to take what is called walking medica- meditation, so where you're going, out, going to walk around your garden in between meetings, or in between uh, from the morning to the afternoon, or just before you go to bed. You do things that allow you to restore you, but it is a break that actually tries to kickstart and get you to calm down, to lower your heart rate, to lower your breathing, to just find a sense of peace and calm within yourself. Sure. The key is take frequent restorative breaks. The, the impulse to try and push through and keep busy and, and keep distracted is actually just counterproductive. Mm. Just allow your body to center itself and find the quiet within the storm, but find it within you. Well, it's all about January burnout, Doc, and uh, it's no wonder we're getting so many voice notes coming in. We'll play those in just a moment. We'll listen in on how people are feeling. Thanks for all those voice notes, Doc. I mean, what are you hearing from everyone that's coming through this morning? I am hearing um, the tendency to put self-care and become much more task-oriented and task-focused and driven in terms of achieving your goals as a priority. Self-care is the last thing that I'm hearing. Uh, And I loved what the first caller said, that he can't sleep because people are mowing the lawn. (laughs) Mowing the lawn is one of the things that you do that could be giving you a restorative break. Uh, You being able to fix something could be something that allows you to just break the monotony of life, the routine that you are into, Mm. in terms of do, 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 achieve, 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 achieve. And then you are aware that you're not even giving your brain a chance Mm. to change it up, to do something else that is not 
also demanding physically, mentally, and emotionally. So perhaps listen to what your neighbors are doing and see what it's like to just mow the lawn. It is really mindless fun that allows you to decompress, it allows you to get out of your headspace and do something that when you finish, you feel a sense of accomplishment that didn't require you to get some kind of a degree or you know higher order thinking skills. So I do want to encourage people that there is a reason why we keep talking about self-care. When you deplete your resources to the level where you are, my question would be if you were your own boss and your boss treated you the way that you were treating yourself, what would you think about your boss? Most of us would use words like you're a slave driver. Mm. You know, you don't care about us. You don't care about our mental health. You don't care about how exhausted we are feeling. Yet you're expecting for us to be productive. Ah, guess what? You are your own boss, and you are abusing you for you to drive to the point where you're that depleted and not recognizing that you need to take breaks. It is really not a sign of good health, all right? Mm. So that's mm. the first thing that I'm hearing. But I'm also recognizing that... For some people, it isn't, there isn't a chance for them to just stop and take a break. Mm-hmm. They are aware that I've got things that I need to get done. If I don't do them, I'm not going to be able to achieve the things that I need to. There's nobody who's going to step up for me and cover me. So consider changing it up. Now, there's a few things that you can think about. Think about what, how, when, where, and why. How can you do different things differently so that at least your brain feels like I'm doing something new and there's something some creativity and I'm out of the monotony and the routine of things. So try to change things up. Come up with new ways, read up. If I speak to people, they might actually inspire to do different things. Mm. Also look at your methodology, how you do things. Perhaps you could try something you've never tried before. Instead of taking five minutes, you could actually maybe uh, find somebody else who you can delegate to, or you can come up with a new way you can come up with um, a, a way where you are actually not necessarily doing the, the work and you're teaching somebody the work and they still get the work done. But this, this way, you are actually expanding your circle of skill by training somebody else and allowing them to take over next time so that you can take a break. Change up when you do things. It's incredible that sometimes if you're doing the same thing every day and you're expecting to get something done, the monotonous feet could also be boring. Mm. And to see about if instead of doing the same thing at a particular time, you should it up. So maybe gym is boring you. you. Instead of doing the morning, you start doing the afternoon routine. It might require some adjustment. But just that timing allows you actually to be able to introduce something and get a peak and a renewed sense of energy in what you're doing. Change the setting. I've actually had people, now I don't have the privilege of being able to do that, but I've had people say instead of sitting in the house and doing their virtual calls, mm-hmm. they go to a coffee shop. As long as they are going to be able to get free network, you right, know, right, they're right. able to connect through Wi-Fi. Yeah. and have a different setting to do work. Yeah.